2: First time in a long time. But back like I, I never left. Taking these things as it comes, you know me, I, I don't, don't read the head. Watch we burn down everything. B D E on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you could never really know what's up next.
3: Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next. Post Wrestling.com. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. YouTube.com slash up next and of course
2: Twitch.tv forward slash up next podcast.
3: Ah oh, yeah, we're twitchers. Oh we're
2: we're we're Twitch now. We're twitching. We're we're twitching all the time. Twitching and bitching. Yeah. Yeah. Um we have we've moved on to Twitch and it's been it's been pretty great. We're affiliate now, uh which is super exciting. Thank wow. you to everyone that's joined our streams this past week. Uh I've been playing a bunch of Batman, the telltale games. Right. Uh to kind of tie in with our Batman reviews, our Catwoman review. Oh. Thank you, Eric Marcotte, yeah. Cats.women. Um, and been playing a bunch of WWE 2K as well. Um We're tag team champions. We're tag team cha- we're all the tag team champions.
3: Yeah, uh, I guess we can get some some housekeeping out the way. Wednesday nights, we watch NXT because we're your NXT friends. Friends! Tonight, winter has come, but we still are committed to NXT. We're loyal. Yeah. For now. These hoes loyal. ain't loyal, but we are. We are loyal. And, uh, we decided we're gonna watch NXT like we always do. And we're live on the YouTube and Twitch like we'll always be every Wednesday night talking about NXT. But we decided, hey, we're on the Twitch thing now. We figured out how to stream on YouTube and Twitch at the same time. Why don't we, we do a little bit of an up nextra. So if you're listening to this, Maybe in time. Thursday, tomorrow, we'll be going live 2 p.m. Eastern on our Twitch and YouTube as well for a free version of Up Nextra, where we will be talking all about Winter Is Coming. AEW, we will be.
2: And just once again to reiterate, live for the chat room. No spoilers, Hackman. I'm looking at you. Uh, Thank you very much for that. Um, So yeah, we'll be talking about Winter Is Coming tomorrow live at 2 p.m. Uh, on our Twitch channel, on our YouTube channel, and as Braden said, um, like if you're not a patron, it's a great way to get a, a little taste of our other show.
3: Yeah, I mean, every Thursday we do up next show. We talk about all the stuff uh, that happens after NXT and like what goes on there, and then we then we talk about AEW Dynamite. And we run through that show like we do this on NXT, and then we talk about which show we like better and stuff like that. But uh, we're super into AEW fence again. We're on video here. Uh, how fitting is it that i'm wearing my kenny omega-, <laughs> omega shirt and you're wearing a is that a is that a john moxley shirt? It is a John yeah. moxley shirt I yeah. Guess we w- thought
2: we'd get uh i don't know festive
3: so uh we're gonna be talking about that tomorrow so join us and of course uh patreon.com slash up next you'll have aew up next reviews every thursday it's a good time to sign up it's the beginning of the month we just did our up yours cat woman oh my god that was a big piece of shit it broke me it really it really did we did a best match ever samoa joe roh title run with grapple spotlight bwe superstar benno who we're now all just best friends now yeah. I've declared it. It's uh, mate.
2: Loved that show. It had yeah. a lot of positive feedback for that one. We
3: talked about Brit Wrestling speaking out. We talked about his ROH tracksuit. And then Samoa Joe nerded out over that. So that was a show that we just did. We did in November to remember. We thought, well, why don't we dismember December? So this week... Uh, what
2: you're getting? A- no, I'm just going to say you uh, you have no right to criticize any of our up yours choices because this was your idea. Yeah, this December was December to dismember. Yeah,
3: we were on the ECW <laughs> kick with uh, Extreme Month back then, and of course, five dollars a month North American tier Patreon.com slash up next gets you access to every show we've already ever done. So in the vault there, if going back, we have so many shows. But uh, I thought, why not go to 2006? WWE ECW. And we can chat all about ECW Dismember to dis, dis, sorry, December December to dismember. Yeah. Yeah. can't wait. The uh, extreme championship wrestling elimination chamber.
2: That's why I picked. I can't wait. Hardcore Holly in a main event.
3: He did. You know, he should have been champ. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So all the shows that we're doing. And then of course we have another was next where we go back in time watching the old NXT, uh, we just did an episode last t- few weeks ago where Big E won the title from mm-hmm. Seth Rollins, so we'll be talking about what's going on in that world. I know Cesaro's on the card that we're going to be tra- talking about too. But all the shows and the schedule of all the stuff—only five bucks for North American tier—and you can get all the access to everything we've done. We podcast a lot. We're we're in lockdown too. We are, yeah. So we're not the UK, David. We don't have Pfizer. F- v- Pfizer. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. What's, what's going, going on? on, Boris? Jeez with I, the Pfizer I
2: haven't been following at all he's just
3: like yo everyone's getting it
2: Good. Pfizer yeah but it's like it's not fully who cares think- <laughs> who cares just inject it if we die we die we move on dude zombie apocalypse I, sure it's better than what we're living through now <laughs> It's more interesting. <laughs> I agree. I You've agree. had a whole year to watch a bunch of zombie films to yeah. know how to prepare. If you don't know what
3: you're doing you now, you're doing yeah, now. Sorry, like, be gone. Train to Busan taught me a lot. Yeah, Shaun of the Dead taught me Absolutely. a lot. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, it's very interesting because t- they keep saying 2020 is like the weirdest year. We have the 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 pandemic, the murder hornets and stuff. There's now uh, like meteors. Or fireballs in the sky of Toronto. Have you seen this? This is like Probably. a. Probably. <laughs> times are just hard. Everything's <laughs> blending together. I feel like the world is literally going, going to go up in
2: flames. Just 2020 is almost done though, a month ago. It is almost done. We're, we're preparing for the, the end of the year festivities. The, um, we have a little Christmassy vibe
3: going on our set, but I mean, I'm not really in a Christmassy mood. Oh, no, I'm not. At all. I haven't even put on Mariah Carey yet.
2: <laughs> good, good uh i know what i'm doing later i'm just gonna stay at home on my own this year
3: we'll have a we can have a christmas no i'm gonna stay on my own
2: (laughs) well we live together
3: (laughs) 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 i'll just blast mariah carey (laughs) until you get out uh well yeah i feel like well maybe that's what everyone should ask for santa for christmas is the vaccine and if you're uh, an anti-masker well you get coal (laughs) sorry (laughs) yeah um uh it's just it's it's interesting times it's horrible times yeah it's it's miserable it's supposed to be holidays and i'm and i'm and i'm not going to be able to see uh just you know you don't want to break the the bubbles and do what you're told and all that stuff and it sucks but like i'm not going to see family that i'm used to seeing i'm portuguese we love our christmas big
2: your big family yeah yeah Yeah. you gotta
3: you know that's what you gotta do
2: yeah, uh, yeah, it is. Um, I've been I've been in a bit of a funk recently, so yeah. I'm trying to get active um, as best as I can during these times. I've been going on walks a lot. Uh, I, I'm a bit of a walker anyway, but I'm yeah. trying to clock in at least like seven miles a day at the moment. Okay, which do you do you I've count the time them? to do it. Yeah, I look at my phone. I don't know how accurate it is, Strava, um, but yeah, I go for whatever that's saying. Um, I had a win. Finally, had a win this year because yeah a bit of a win a w a bit of a w i i ordered some dumbbells from yeah. uh from you know a, a local shop <laughs> support local guys support local uh amazon yeah something like that amazon Oh, amazon amazon yeah yeah, yeah. um about a month ago before this whole lockdown was announced um saw some online and adjustable set so you can kind of build up the weights and stuff and was waiting for them to arrive. Delayed, delayed, delayed. Um, it then said, if you don't get it by this date, you're going to get a refund. It didn't arrive. They said, sorry, they're lost. We don't know where they are. No one wanted and to deliver weights, waits, dude. I think so. I think that's what it was. <laughs> it was like, how, how do you lose dumbbells? Kicked up a bit of a stink. So they went, well, we're going to refund you. We'll give you 10 bucks credit as yeah. well to use on Amazon. And I'm like, all right, all right. I look onto the ones I've ordered. They've been marked up from hundred dollars to three hundred and fifty dollars. So I'm like, great, right? Well, wow. what do I do now? Um, went the next day for my walk on my doorstep. The original weights I ordered. Wow. Got a full refund plus ten dollars credit and got the weights. So I've been working out. You're Davy Jackman now. Davy Jackman. I've uh, been going on my walks. I I got a few audio books um, oh. because. We become that guy now. Well we've I've done it's like podcasting. I've I done guess. two best and worst of with John Way now, I think. Is it two? Okay. So this year will be the third, and every year John's like, Hey, what's been your favourite wrestling book this year? Yeah. And So you're ready. And you, me and Way are like, Oh yeah, whatever you say, John. Yeah. Well, that one, that, that one. one. Um, so I got a few wrestling books. I got The Bellas. And I got the Young Bucks. I've already, I've already done JRs this year. Yeah, yeah. Um, you love that JR one though. I finished the Bellas today. Fantastic. Okay. I'm not even, I'm not even joking. Really, uh, interesting, uh, life. Like, yeah, it's, I think, I think you kind of look at the Bellas and just see them as these two kind of models that kind of luck their way into wrestling. And hearing their story, I have a lot more respect for them. They didn't have it easy at all. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of a nice companion piece with the Liv Morgan documentary that came out, which I think is excellent. I don't know if you've had a chance to see it yet. But... Uh, I'll be devil's advocate. I just, I, w- I want to watch more docs
3: about like, uh, Grand Metallique or like, you know, just, like, I don't know. I, I will watch documentaries about people that I'm like, I actually have interest mm. in. I, I think the WWE docs are crazy. The network stuff that they make are like incredible. Some of the best stuff. Cause uh, I recently was cleaning out like DVDs and stuff and I used to love buying like the documentaries they used to make on DVDs. Mm. And now they've totally don't do that and they do it on the network. And I think they're really well put together. Mm. It's just like, sorry, but like I, I don't really care about Liv Morgan's story like I'd, I'd rather watch that's a bit harsh I, like and, and i and i think that's great that other people do but like sorry i just i don't
2: want to watch was, that it was super interesting no, i'm not shitting She's on her i just like sorry someone who had a pretty rough yeah, childhood yeah. and has been a fan of wrestling all her life yeah. and how she managed to get into like single mom like loads of kids how she managed to kind of break out of that and get to WWE. I found it really interesting. Sure, yeah. I'm not and I'm not discrediting the story as well. There's this whole like chapter about um like Bree's childhood boyfriend dying when she yeah, was 17 yeah. and then obviously it came in total Bella's last week like the um the two rapes that happened to Nikki Bella and stuff like that and it's pretty horrific and you wouldn't expect looking at them on TV I, like I think a lot of people and by the sounds of it a lot of the the divas at the time when they started there just thinking oh these two girls who don't know anything twins. and just got in for their looks no
3: again i'm not twins.
2: i'm not discrediting i'm just like that's just something sure, like,
3: sure. like i don't even watch raw
2: smackdown so no, like I'd, i mean be- yeah the live morgan yeah. thing wasn't something i particularly needed like i can't yeah i don't think i'd say oh i'd, I'd love to watch a live morgan doc i found it really fascinating and the same with the the Bellas book, and um, now I'm I'm like halfway through the Young Bucks one, which is, um, different, completely different, a lot more supportive family going into it, right? Um, just two kids who love wrestling, who did backyard wrestling and stuff. But I actually kind of so far preferred the Bellas, which seems completely ridiculous to be saying yeah but, it is um <laughs> it's i i really enjoyed it i like the docs
3: and stuff like that like if if it's just maybe more wrestlers or characters that i'm more interested in if they did one that shows like a more in-depth like look at maybe like a sasha banks or uh i know ronda rousey's like that thing kind of been beat to death and she's kind of gone but like more into anyone into that like does
2: a sasha banks need it She's it's, already the star. Yeah, you know? yeah. I think I think it's more. But I want to know the story. I come out watching this documentary, or and Charlotte. I go, I really want to see Live and Ruby be tag champs, and that's a title. I'd that's, much
3: rather a Ruby story.
2: Like, but like it's. I wouldn't it's watch a, any of
3: these. I don't. Know.
2: Like, it, you come out of the documentary wanting to see the Riot Squad be tag champs, and that's a title I don't give a shit about, and an act I don't really give a shit about, and to to kind of watch it and come out being. Oh, I actually really want to see these girls do well. Now is is pretty cool. Whereas Sasha Banks, you've already reached the mat, top of the mountain. I just you know? like I, I just don't. I think I'm
3: I'm completely checked out of like the 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 main roster stuff. We uh, we went live on our Twitch Monday nights. We've been we've been going live on Twitch and we've been doing like a bit of a raw watch along. And it's like I'm so like taken aback at some of the stuff. I'm just like wow, like. Fucking hate this show so much. And Jeff Hardy taking the bump off there. I want a documentary on that. Why does Jeff Hardy continue to jump off things? There is a documentary on (laughs) that. Yeah, there's a lot. That's
2: the story. (laughs) He's an idiot. He's a backyard wrestler and he jumps off shit.
3: I hope his head was okay, but... uh yeah i just like i i already don't watch a lot of stuff i'm completely like checked out of of that so i'm just like okay well like why does why do people like that need documentaries i i really enjoyed i, I know i'm wearing a kenny omega shirt but the doc with him and kota Ibushi that that one that that mm. one's incredible man and that has nothing to do with wwe and the, there's 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 other things to to do and i know mean, dark side of the ring is super i feel like wwe's trying to take more of those. I think they're going to you're going to see a lot of more dark side of the ring to- style yeah. docs. I mean
2: from what I gather is they have just cameras on every single thing now, at all the time. Yeah. So they could literally last ride that was They good. can make a documentary on anyone Like in that
3: company, no problem, I'll watch it the last ride, but like mm. I don't really want to watch it more <laughs> I'm not saying
2: it's not good. The other good. thing I found really interesting is Welcome to our doc show. <laughs> Ember Moon was ready a year ago to wrestle she had this... In the documentary, there's this dark match schedule between Liv Morgan and Ember Moon. And this was about a year ago, and they they cut it last minute because they had plans for the whole stupid Lana Rusev wedding thing. Which was, it was right at the end of last year. Yeah. And to think Ember Moon's only just come back, and we thought she was injured this whole time, but she was ready for a dark match a year ago. I don't know if she got re-injured or what, but I know that she- was something
3: that had me... Scratching my head a bit. Yeah, she I mean she was injured, but yeah, that's there's there's so many people that are on the back burner. Mm. Look at Chelsea Green, sits out doing nothing, comes back and injures herself right away. How unfortunate is that, right? Um but uh I I don't mind this the stories but yeah everyone has got cameras on them now definitely. definitely that's the way I think it's it it looks to see like looks to be that way and good they make good stuff I'm not I'm not shitting on them at all mm-hmm. I I like them it's just I pick and choose what's sure, yeah. but that's what the network is some people want to watch a live doc and some people want to watch December D- dismember or Volter w- versus Dragonoff yeah. you know what I mean like that's the WWEs getting the monopoly on just wrestling in general that's why they're signing everybody from the indies uh including some of the guys signed today oh yeah the Rascals. Two of them. Two of them. Yeah. The OG Rascals. Yeah. No Trey. No Trey. Who
2: are the other guys' names? Uh, Des and Wentz. Yeah. From yeah. your impact reports. I've yeah, learned about Um them. I think that's a... I've watched them too. ...a good get. I hope they keep them as a tag team. Yeah, I will. I think the, the tag division in NXT could could use a bit of a shake-up. And it seems like they're starting to do it from this episode. You see they're building up Grizzled Young Vets. They're even building up ever and Imperium. Um, so I think there'll be great in nxt and i think trey is going to be great elsewhere um i think i can only see if you're leaving impact it's going to be a step up so i imagine he's maybe aew ba- bound um which i think's pretty cool get uh, i know- i like him i i see good things for him and he'll fit in perfectly with that mix of you know derby sammy jungle boy mjf like that young crop they they've got there um, I think it will fit in really well.
3: There's some cool names, yeah. Uh, Desmond Xavier and Zachary Wentz. Those are the OG like rascal guys, and they rem- they do the the. The that 70s show stoner gimmick. So, mm. I obviously love these guys. Uh, I'm very interested. I think months ago I said that watch, they're gonna show up. Here. Yeah, it just makes sense to me. They there had to be an offer and it, they would fit right in. They will be champions here. No problem. I, I see that. Uh, other people quickly Alex Zane. I've heard a little bit about him, not watch full not,
2: matches, not particularly familiar with him, but, but Twitter, you know, I've heard, yeah, yeah,
3: Twitter loves highlighting matches on wrestling. You can watch all your wrestling on Twitter if you really wanted to. Um, there's uh, some people are talking about sorry so Jiro, 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 jiru Jiro? yeah uh a lot of people are interested
2: in that wh's favorite i believe
3: oh okay <laughs> uh a guy we saw later that we'll be briefly talking about russ taylor
2: mm-hmm.
3: uh he's like one of the wxw guys i think uh there's there's some interesting names um so yeah wwe's killing the indies
2: what indies? <laughs> what indies?
3: <laughs> what indies? Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty... There's, like, other guys that are on the indies that will, you, you instantly say, like, will end up in AEW or mm. your, I don't know, Ring of Honor.
2: Yeah, I mean, right now, I it, it's going to be weird. We're going to have a few years to kind of rebuild the independent scene. But realistically, right now, there, there isn't much going on by your kind of GCWs and stuff like that. And I'm not going to criticize a guy for jumping at a contract. I think previous years. Yeah. Go and like a Ben Carter would do so much better going out yes. and getting that experience from traveling the world. And ben Carter would be Jay White in that situation. Like he,
3: he Jay White was, was, was like a, a name on the Indies. And then mm. he kind of did this like different tour. It was like an excursion kind of thing. Yeah. And then it, it worked and look, look where it, like he got to. And then he, you kind of hone your craft. Whereas if you just kind of sign, I hate being that guy who's talking about, like, oh, they sign and it's the devil, you sign the devil.
2: No, well, sign I mean, wherever it was. I don't the, care. The I stuff want to watch you rest. Know, You need as like your, your kind of artistry and just like building that skill set that yeah. you pick up from traveling the world and doing the indies. Yeah. But respect. right now it doesn't really exist because of this pandemic. So if you're offered a contract with guaranteed money during this time, I don't begrudge anyone for taking it.
3: Yeah. Um, I agree. Like, yeah. that's how I view wrestling. Look at, uh, I believe Will Ospreay in a, in a doc somewhere was like, Yeah, I just studied Finn Balor. He went to all the indie stuff and then he went to Japan purposely to like hone the, the art of wrestling. And my mom said, Do that.
2: <laughs> that's what Ospreay yeah. said
3: <laughs> in Sue. a documentary. Is, Is that his mom? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Wonder wrestling mom's name, Sue. Thanks, Sue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: But it, it's definitely going to take a while to kind of replenish that indie scene once everything gets back yeah. up. And we're going to see, Like, will people want to take the risk of starting new promotions and things or restarting promotions? It's, it's, we're going to feel this for a few years, I think, in life in general, it's going to take a while to recover from this. Of course. Yeah, those, those indie shows that you used to go to at your local, like, legions club and all that sort of thing. (laughs) Bingo halls. Yeah, it's going to take a while. Um, But wrestling's always been like that. It's... It goes up and down. So the world's going up and down. It will have another. It will have another peak.
3: So I'm not mad at anyone signing for companies. Yo, make your bread. Come on, you got it in this. You, have, you know, we we got to do what you got to do. And there's also um, a woman's wrestler as well. Unreal Howard. I probably botched the name, but I probably I, 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 <laughs> I, I I'm <laughs> dyslexic sometimes. Uh, I I looked at some of the stuff of of her work on Twitter again, and I was like, whoa, that this is someone. Definitely, definitely to have some eyes on there as well. But, uh, uh, I'm interested in in seeing where it goes because we're the NXT podcast and I swear we'll stop griping about how (laughs) NXT is in this like weird lull. But like this is the go home show to war games this weekend, Sunday. We will be doing a watch along Twitch, YouTube and a post show. Um, and it's just, it's, it doesn't feel it's something, sorry, but something's, something's not. The same, the the tingles that you feel when it's a time for a takeover. Let's be honest;
2: they they're not here. Yeah, they they're not there for me either. I'm sure there are people out there that are still super into this, but yeah, for for both of us, it feels it's at a bit of a this is the first. Hello.
3: This is the, and and I know a lot of people were kind of judging the the pandemic era with the mm. other some other takeovers that we've gone through. I've I've enjoyed them for the most part. Yeah. Thought the last one was incredible, uh, and then. I feel like now it's hitting. I'm like, okay, something is t- kind of just off. It doesn't feel like, cool, there's two WarGames matches. I'm super excited for that. That sounds great. But it's just,
2: let's look at this actually. It doesn't kind of... I okay, so I think WarGames cr- has started to become a bit like Survivor Series for me, where there isn't the stakes. So it it feels like we're throwing together this feud. Like These feuds don't feel like they've been building... Uh, I guess UE yui and pat mcafee for a bit but you know with survivor series it's let's just form random teams and have the survivor series match because it's survivor series it kind of feels like that for war games now it doesn't feel like war games is this blow off to end all of these mini feuds yeah. and people coming together it feels like right it's that time of the year where we have a war games takeover now let's figure out the teams as much to the final member of team shots he announced today it's like, because there's not really much story there. It's there's just, no steam, yeah. We need someone to fill that spot. And we've said this about other gimmick pay-per-views, like Hell in a Cell. They used, as a kid, I used to get goosebumps when they'd announce Hell, goosebumps. In, a, hell in a Cell to, for the final hell. blow-off for a feud. Yeah, it be like the third match or something. Whereas now it's, oh, it's October, so it's Hell in a Cell. What feuds have we got going on? Yeah. Okay, those two throw them in a cell. <laughs> and it's starting to feel a bit like that for yeah, me yeah. with
3: NXT. NXT has become WWE. It's like, it's very apparent now. Yeah, it's been owned by WWE.
2: It's a WWE product, but now it really shows. And bar the North American title, there's no title matches on this show. Yeah. Um, and even the North there's American- There's a strap match though. Yeah. But even the North American <laughs> championship, I'm not too bothered because all of them have been champion. So I'm not particularly, I don't care. Who yeah. wins that match? And we don't have an NXT title match, we don't have a women's title match, we don't have a tag title match.
3: So you're saying there's no stakes? Yeah. Yeah. Completely. Yeah. That's WWE. Yeah. That's that's Yeah. That's what it fe- it just doesn't feel and it, we've gotten criticized I think last week we joked about how, oh man, are we so negative? But then we watch this show and it's like, come on, like yeah. what what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> and and like we are we we will continue to watch the show and we love NXT and we support the show. We're always this gonna show. watch yeah, it, yeah, we're always gonna watch the show. And I'm sure
2: it's gonna it's going to pick up again. Yeah,
3: for sure. Uh, and again, it's like, w- who are we to judge in such shitty times and stuff like that? But we're just telling our honest truth. We still support the show. We're still talking about it right now. We love all the people who put it together and everything. Maybe not some of the refs, but, you know, it's, it's, I, I love all these people mm. for putting this show together. But I just, from a standpoint where we've been watching it, doing a show, covering it for a long time, it's in a lull.
2: It is, And, yeah.
3: and we can't just pretend it's, we, we 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 shoot the shit here we're your friends i'm not a journalist i'll tell you how it is yeah uh it's it's not that great lately
2: it's I, i'm a little bored by it but also like our word isn't gospel if you're yeah. enjoying it yeah. don't feel like you can't enjoy it of course because we're not enjoying it you know yeah yeah definitely um, look i got i got
3: some enjoyment out of this episode but this sure. this was a kind of a weak go-home show for yes, NXT war games, which is kind of like cool. There's war games, but like, so what if Shotzi's team wins? Then you, you won. Like, what do they get? Yeah. They just won. Like, I don't know. I just, I'm just a little, it's, it's cooled down a lot. Yeah. It's not an, an interest. It's not a must watch show. And I think a lot of people listening to us right now are like, yeah, I didn't watch that. Mm. Like, I don't, I, I listen to you because yeah. I, w- I don't want to watch it. So, but man, we're so negative. <laughs> Fuck. All right. Let's be positive. We're going to try to be positive. Let's do it. Um, okay. NXT from December 2nd, 2020. Winter is coming, but a war is coming. They should have started with that. Sure. Shots fired. <laughs> so uh, we start off with obvious news today from the wrestling world. Pat Patterson has passed away. So they start with everyone out on the entrance ramp doing a little salute there and then goes into a video of Frank Sinatra, my way, but they even got the piped-in noise from Pat. I swear it sounded like I've he did. seen Pat Patterson yeah. sing this <laughs>
2: song. Um, there's a bar in New Orleans yeah. called Cat's Meow. It's a world-famous karaoke bar. Okay. You can even log into their website. Probably not now. I don't know what they're doing in New Orleans. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. You can log in and watch on the webcam people singing. Uh, and I had the pleasure wow. of watching Pat Patterson Sing this song. Great. Followed by Lillian Garcia singing Bruno Mars. Oh. And Al Snow hitting on young women. Nice. Allegedly. <laughs> I mean, I saw it. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it was a bar, so was, everyone oh, he was, was legal. Ch- he was chatting to each everyone,
3: everyone was legal in the bar. Was a, yeah. You needed to be legal to be in the bar, so. Is he yeah. married? <laughs> <laughs> this
2: was years ago. Is he, uh, I think, allegedly. 2014. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, I actually. It, I was cooking as it started and i heard my way start and i called out oh my god that's him that singing. song and you're like yeah he's singing it <laughs> and i came in to watch um very, yeah, sad. Really very good video awesome. i think the fact that obviously this song meant something to pat as well and what a legend we're, we're coming up to the royal rumble i'm sure i'm sure they'll do something special for him there because he's the mastermind behind the royal rumble um and Still, I believe still until like as recent as last year, I think has a hand up laying out the whole thing. Yeah. Um, obviously, such a a legend in in wrestling. So rest in peace. Rest in peace, Pat Patterson, with the video
3: of my way. Uh, yeah, great video. Again, their video people are, are great at WWE. Mm-hmm. But uh, that story of uh, him singing at karaoke. I've heard so many stories of him always singing karaoke and and doing that song. I saw a video of it, a picture with dusty. He was doing it with, so like, yeah, Yeah. it's crazy as wrestling fans. Uh, but, uh, but Al Snow, eh? What does everybody want? Oh boy. Uh, we start off with Damien Priest, who is in a match because I don't know if you saw this www.com exclusive earlier on, uh, What's, Kurt Stallion got beat up. Where did he get beat up, David? In the park. Oh, the parking lot of doom. Yes. The, the, the full sale parking lot legend. The spirit lives on in the CWC park. Just parking lots in Florida. Not good. Not good. Not, I mean, Florida, just in general, usually not safe. Um, (laughs) Damien Priest, though, steps in. He saw an opportunity and he's like, yeah, he's, uh, Johnny Gargano joins commentary because he's in the North American title triple threat. So it's Damien Priest, Leon Ruff. And it kind of cuts to this video that kind of prompted this match. And it's backstage. It's Legato Del Fantasma kind of shit-talking Damien Priest. And it's King Wild who, like, gets in f- uh, Priest's face and starts waving his finger around. And never do that. To some, that's disrespectful. When someone's de- uh uh, and that Wild is up in his grill, yeah. and Priest is like, "You better move that finger." <laughs> Wild doesn't move the finger, so Priest moves Wild, and he like throws him up against his garage door, and this taking kind of injuring him before the match. So Santos Escobar is taking his spot, and this match got a, a kind of a little. Jump start here. I was more excited yeah, for it. Yeah. You don't see him too much in the tag scenario here. So that's cool. So Damien Priest, Leon Ruff, the North American champion versus the cruiserweight champion, Santos Escobar and Raul Mendoza. Again, Johnny Gargano is on commentary. Um, and, uh, he says that Leon Ruff reminds him of a joke. What do you call a fake noodle? I don't know. An impasta.
2: Yeah, What do you think of that one? Is that a good dad joke? Remember when we saw Johnny Gargano win the world title in New York? Remember that match? Remember that? (laughs) That was really good. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) I liked his dad joke. Sure. Dad jokes are great. There's a time and a place for them. I have one. Yeah? Go for it. Yeah. I wrote it down. Okay.
3: Yeah. Did you hear about the guy who dipped his testicles in glitter? No. It's pretty nuts. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> this is what this show's become now <laughs> <Boy>. <laughs> We're off the rails tonight uh, Okay uh, Santos Escobar starts off with some knee lifts To Leon Ruff and he's beating the hell out of him Santos is a Cruiserweight title holder Yet Leon Ruff is the North American title And this, everyone has the size advantage on Leon Ruff It just seems like yeah. <laughs> Every, <laughs> Everyone Everyone he gets in the ring with Maybe not Swaggle that match ever happens? <laughs> dream match that'll be uh what's the backyard dudes shop dr- dr- and talking shop oh stump kowalski Sure, I was aid the we nominal one. Oh right, thinking, okay, uh, that's yeah. an impact maybe. Yeah. So uh, Mendoza and Priest uh, are in here, and every time Priest tries to hit like some sort of move on Mendoza, he escapes under the legs, jumping around until he just eats this elbow from Priest, knocking him down. And he's like, "Screw your flippy shit." Um, priest on the outside does this like double smack to the ears and then a roundhouse kick but then santos takes him out and they go to picture in picture and during the commercial it's the the baddies beaten down on priest and leon ruff and then when we come back it shows like this this replay of uh of a tope and then we get more of a beat down there's a brain buster in there he 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 finally makes it clear to make the hot tag to his partner but his Partners Leon Ruff, so he kind of hesitates. He's like, Uh, I don't want to tag you in. But he does it. Ruff with the hot tag, he comes in, kind of clears house. He pretty much tags Priest back in right away, who then uh, clears the ring his way, eventually hits the reckoning on Raul, tags back in Ruff, who hits a frog splash. Kind of a. F- it's like frog- a lowdown, isn't it? It's a lowdown. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, exactly. Hits that and pins Raul Mendoza. And Priest and and him stand tall while Johnny, sitting ringside, is laughing and clapping like a dickhead. While the kind of the crowd behind him through the glass, two ghost faces appear. One on each side of him.
2: Two. So is this two in addition to
3: Indy? But wait, there's more. It's a scream. There's two. So is it Indy? No, it's not Indy. No. Oh, whoa. Indy was one. Yeah. Isn't she?
2: But who could so we it got be? Two that? more. Is it a tag team? Oh, is it the rascals?
3: It could be the rascals. Cause they're dressing up as ghosts.
2: Who was, uh, you know, could be, they're, they'll come in with the, the scary movie, the scary movie ones. Stoned, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Ghost yeah. Yeah. Book it. <laughs> I mean, weird, but uh, I see it. Maybe. Yeah. Being a tag team or two guys you're going to put together.
3: Did the rascals s- just swap out Trey for Johnny Gargano? I think so. Oh my god, NXT is great. See, greatest <laughs> show ever. We love this show.
2: Wow. Uh, so, I mean, are we getting? a It looks like we're building some kind of stable here. Then with Candice, Indian, Johnny's, and boys. the Rascals, Johnny and the Rascals. Yeah, Johnny and the Rascals. <laughs> this <laughs> is great. They need an album? Should we Talk work to Elise's? Maybe we need, and to, the rascals. <laughs> we need to work for this company. If this doesn't happen on Sunday, I'm going to be mean, genuinely we, upset. Thinking it's been Austin Theory up until this point yeah and maybe it was but like this is two guys so the not a and not we saw how quickly um sorry what was it russ taylor was it no well yeah yeah we saw how quickly he debuted sure so maybe wow maybe any other theories any other like oh okay if one is austin theory who else haven't we seen for a while uh or you're just sold on the rascals now uh it's i don't know yeah, I want the
3: Rascals now. I'm going to be upset if it's not them. Yeah, me too. It's the Rascals. It's the Rascals. You heard it They here, were going to go with
2: theory, and then they were like, ah... Fuck this guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who did we sign? Have they got any problems? No. Okay. They what? They smoke weed? Ah, that's it's alright, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's <NXT. laughs> They should be able to. We'll just take away one of their names, and no one will know.
3: <laughs> so... You heard it here first. That's what we're predicting for War Games. If that that will make the show for me. There we go. We're talking. We're hyping ourselves into a, a corner that might
2: not happen. It could just be Austin Theory and Kona Reeves, which would make it even better. But also, <laughs> realistically, that those matches like Dares and Wentz against Leon Ruff sounds pretty good. Like all kind of slighter guys, very fast. Um, they could be in some entertaining matches if they are going that direction as well. Um, what did you think of the match? Uh,
3: this match, it was, it was good. It tell, it, it told the story of obviously Priest is the, the, the main star here. He looked, he looked cool beating up, uh, pri- sorry, pushing the guy earlier before the match, mm. like, get that finger out of my face. Like, I think Priest does, he should, like, try less. Like, you know what I mean? Like, tone it down. T- I think you're cool already. Mm. So, sometimes when he talks and says things, I'm like, well, you're already fucking badass. Like, you don't need to, to yeah, say that. You're already
2: like yeah. seven foot two and yeah. look like a vampire. So
3: yeah, chill. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, you're already cool as fuck. So I'm like, like, something. Uh, there's I, something I, there. I see what
2: you mean. But he's it, he's great. I, he's he's definitely work getting even better in my books. Like, I'm enjoying seeing him. I've now. been enjoying him. Yeah. However, from this match, I kind of want to see Leon Ruff get one over him more so than Gargano. We've seen Ruff beat Gargano twice. Yeah. And I think they've told this story quite well where Priest is... I don't know, the bigger brother who doesn't quite believe in his younger brother's abilities, that kind of thing. Yeah. And I feel that is more disrespectful to Ruff than Gargano, who's just out and out being a dick. It's, it's more sly. It's like, no, you just don't believe in me. You think I'm a joke. So I kind of want to see Leon Ruff get one over on Damian Priest even more. But with the whole Ghostface thing, I kind of think Gargano needs to win it.
3: Yeah, so it's either the Rascals are the the Ghost Faces, they take down Priest, allowing Johnny to beat Ruff and get the title back, or it's Austin Theory and the second Ghost Face is a swerve just like Scream, it's Leon Ruff. Oh, giving the title back. How? To, I don't know. <laughs> in the ring. I don't know. I just want the rascals <laughs> that's just, and that's Everyone's it. a ghost yeah, face. Everyone's a ghost <laughs> face. Yeah. Uh, I want the rascals in the scary movie Stoned Ghost Face Masks. They're going to put those on. 100%. Book it. Book it. Make my 2020 Make it. Uh, so the match was fine. I like the story where he didn't want to tag in Ruff. That's even yeah. more disrespectful. Exactly. So, but Ruff, exactly. Ruff didn't sell it though. So it, the match is going to happen this Saturday. Mm. We'll give some predictions for War Games at the end of this yes. show. Uh, we go to a video. Shotsy Black Cart in the, in the, in the, the, the shop. And we hear the War Pigs rocking out. I'm wilding out. She's with Ember Moon and Rhea Ripley. join her while she's working on something clanging and banging they say hey Shotzi, we got you a little gift the war machine needs an engine and then they kind of reveal it to her kind of glowing like oh and she's like oh my god it's beautiful so uh kind of leading on that
2: i'm uh, i quite enjoyed this i thought um war machine this sort of cinematic style uh We've seen a bunch of this this year. Uh, this worked for me, um, and I'm kind of excited to see what she comes out in. The I guess they're calling it War Machine. Yeah. Um, not Eric and Ivar. Uh, <laughs> no. I'm expecting, but my hopes, my expectations are high now. Well, yeah. I think it's going to be a big tank that the whole of team Shotzi ride out on. And I'm I'm excited. I want to know what this looks I like. I want to see this war machine. Yeah, it's gonna tank. be it's gonna be cool.
3: I want to see it. Yeah, that sounds pretty great. And she, and I hope she, like her theme song is lit. But there's she's gonna come out to fucking war pigs, war pigs. with the they got to do it with the solo when she comes out the craziness and she'll, she'll rock will she Will we get any live music on? Yeah, Ozzy's, Black Sabbath's coming back. Yeah, Yeah, from maybe the dead. Uh, <laughs> that's Ozzy still alive. Ozzy like, can
2: still he died do years it. ago. Ozzy like, can still do it. Ozzy <laughs> in the tank. Riding Shotzi out, dude. Don't get me. This is gonna be the best takeover ever. <laughs> takeover up so much. We we were so miserable at the beginning of the show, and now we're like, yeah, let's fucking go. Oh
3: god, uh, I think I've told the story on a on a Patreon show, but it's when uh, my uncle one time this is years ago, I'm like a teenager, and he's like, hey, I'm t- thinking of taking like his son, my younger cousin, to this uh, SmackDown show in Rochester or somewhere. Do you want to come? And I was like, ah, uh, like I probably was like started working or probably started dating. I was like, I got more important things to go to than going to Rochester for a SmackDown. Sorry, uncle. Like, go take your, your, my cousin. And then they messaged me and they're like, yo, Ozzy Osbourne's doing a free set at the SmackDown. I was like, for fuck. Oh, God. (laughs) And I always regret not going to, I mean, it was still not good Ozzy, but like, fuck. Never saw Ozzy's Ozzy. Come on. I know. I, I, I want to see Ozzy live. I was, I was happy seeing Joan Jett at WrestleMania yeah. a year or so back. But yeah, imagine, Ozzy's coming out on the tank with, Shotzi, with
2: yeah. Sharon. With Sharon and as then, well. Then I'm not, no, I'm not digging it then. <laughs> Shotzi could fit into the Osborns. Yeah. Reckon her and Kelly would be mates. Old Kelly or like Kelly Osborne. She's got a show too. Old Kelly. You?
3: Yeah. yeah What's the kid's name? Jack. Jack and then there's another one who didn't want to be on the you show. W- I know we're going off on like all sorts of tangents but like real quick, legit like shoot, like actually when I was a kid, um I used to dream and speak like out loud and my mom, like I'm not lying to you, would say I would do Aussie's voice. Oh God. And then I started doing like the other voices of the family. Did you watch the show? Not really. <laughs> So, I don't understand. And I don't do them good. You're doing terrible. She funny like, accents, she's like, what? Dreams. She's like, were you watching the show when you go to sleep or something? I'm like, I don't really watch that show. I can know, like, the clips. <laughs> uh but like, you're possessed by Ozzy she, Osbourne. she to this day, like, like, is dumbfounded by why I would that's, do this. That's, weird. Yeah. It's, I don't know. I never, but that's like, that's very weird. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't sleep talk as much now as like an adult, but as a kid, I did it a lot. And for some reason, I would do it as Ozzy Osbourne. Just really love Ozzy. <laughs> if you watch WWE, you love AC/DC, Ozzy Osbourne, all this good stuff. Everyone criticizes ACDC for WWE stuff. Apparently <laughs> Poppy's got a Christmas song. I've not listened to it yet. we got to put that it's on. A very
2: poppy Christmas. I
3: That'll get us good. in the Christmas mood. Yeah. Wow. Shout out Poppy. Uh, we get a video, a special look at the Undisputed Era, or as I call them now, the Reservoir Dogs, because they got this whole, all I needed was Little Green Bag. So which one wouldn't tip? <laughs> uh, Bobby. Yeah, sorry. but Bobby is, uh yeah, that guy definitely. <laughs> <laughs> on the head there. Uh There's a recap of recent events in NXT with all of what's been going on with Undisputed Era and the Pat Pack, the brand. And yes, we see Undisputed Era in these nice suits in a limo. They're getting out of it with the slow motion, looking all reservoir dogs, looking cool. And they go to a restaurant. And, uh, it's a really busy restaurant, apparently, because there's just so much background so, noise. So, so busy. So much noise. Mm. I could barely hear. It's like AEW. You can't even hear what they're saying. It was badly mixed. Yeah, yeah, it was weird. Uh, they start talking and they're renaming, relisting everything that's happened again, like their comeback. We gotta remind ourselves who we are, says Adam Cole we've had hell of a year highlighting Kyle O'Reilly and his match with Finn Balor going the limit, just like what's happening and how we have to reclaim our, our position here, our spot. And then Bobby chimes in and says, that's enough. It's time to whoop someone's ass. So war games, undisputed era are ready. They're the, they're the old era again is what they're trying to say. They're still the unit. Uh, I was kind of like, Oh, I would have rather maybe like them, in person, maybe another brawl or something like m- maybe more of a promo, but it was, it was all right. Once it got into it,
2: it was fine. It it kind of felt just like some of these prime targets have been recently where it's just a bit of a, more of a recap than going into actual any real depth. Uh, I know this wasn't a prime target, but yeah, yeah. I know just the last few takeovers the week before they've kind of just done this where, Hey, this is what this guy's been doing since joining NXT. They need a duck. yeah um this is fine they look cool in their suits um yeah little green I'm just ready for the match I think I think that's the thing there wasn't much more you could do with this you had the big angle last week after the ladder match so it's ready we go to team Candice backstage
3: Candice says look at my team it's stacked and it it is she says it's got unpredictability resilience and strength and tonight Raquel says Shotzi is gonna feel like she got ran over by a tank. <laughs> oh. And they all laugh like <laughs> evil Bond villains, Austin Powers, <laughs> <laughs> Dr. <laughs> evil. Uh, we go to everyone's favorite wrestler, August Gray. Yeah. Shout out August Gray. He is going one-on-one against Cameron Grimes, uh, who comes out with the, the, the sack, the, the burlap sack, essentially, uh, because he's, he's, he's got the strap. Get the strap. And it's Grimes versus Gray, and uh, there's Grimes who attacks him really early on, and he hits him with a northern lariat, but beating him down with stomps, and then Gray fights back with like a sit-out jawbreaker, and then this like double rope jump, like high kind of cross body taking Grimes out, but Grimes is getting a little flustered, but eventually blocks Gray's next step, and then hits him with this like spin-out side effect type move looks great like one of his trainers Matt Hardy and then hits him
2: with the cave-in and Cameron Grimes pins August Gray Gray also hit the running leaping neckbreaker that my guy does on the video game oh yeah is that the move I don't know what that's called but he did it yeah it looked good um I quite this was a really quick match but I thought what they did do impressed me and I kind of actually wanted to see these guys just have a proper match. Uh, I thought they had some really nice uh, transitions, moves. Um Obviously, Cameron Grimes had to go over strong, going into TakeOver, and then just, yeah, beats the shit out of August. So he beats up August after the match. August. August. <laughs> August. Is this
3: his real name? If it's his real name, I'm not making fun of him. My name's Brayden. Sounds <laughs> the worst. <laughs> uh After the match, Cameron Grimes beats him up, and he says... You don't know what's gonna happen to you. As he grabs the strap, get the strap, Cameron Grimes does. He straps himself to August Gray and he starts to beat him up. And then Gray, like, rolls out of the ring. And then as Cameron's cutting a promo, he's pulling on the strap and saying, All you gotta do is pull, pull. And as he's pulling it, it's now strapped to Dexter Loomis, who scares the shit out of Cameron Grimes. Literally, he says, Oh shit. Uh, as they try to censor it and runs away. And uh, reminding you that tonight is uh, sorry. Sunday night is the strap match.
2: Strap matches can be good. Um, I hated Dexter Loomis's first one against Roddy. I kind of want to see more of this side from Cameron Grimes. I kind of want to see Grimes go over and actually be really vicious with this strap and moving forward have a bit more of an edge to him rather than just the comedic. Sure, you can you can do the comedy, but when you need to turn it on, think Kurt Angle. He'd do the comedy great, but then would be a violent Kurt wrestling Angle. machine when he needs to be. Yeah. And I think that's where I want Grimes to go. I worry that it's just going to be a lot of him running around.
3: We compare him to John Silver on AEW a lot because Silver's like the comedy guy, totally over the top mm. at like 200% comedy. But then he's, they're letting him actually wrestle and like show that he's, a, your, your gimmick doesn't
2: mean you can't like no, wrestle. Right? And I like, think that's where with this gimmick, with the strap, if we can actually see a bit more of a violent edge from him, because right. it has potential to be a pretty violent match Yeah, um, with the the lashes and all of that. Um, I think it could really actually help Cameron Grimes moving forward and be taken a bit more seriously. But unfortunately, I kind of think we're just going to get a lot of him screaming, running around, Ah! trying to escape Dexter Loomis.
3: Going to the moon yeah, and all that stuff. Uh, Yeah, he whipped August Gray a little bit with the the strap. Sounds weird, but um, I was into it. Um, I'm not really looking forward to this match, but I kind of want to see Grimes. I want Grimes to win and then kind we of do. move into a different direction and feud with some other people and stuff. But um, maybe maybe even, the I guess, the Cruiserweight title is tied up as well. I don't know where you go with Grimes, though. Maybe this is where he's at right now.
2: North American,
3: again. Like, if he can win this, he can go into that. Yeah, but Johnny with the Rascals is going to be champion, so <laughs> Grimes can't go up against yeah. these guys. That would be a good match. I, we've seen it once, but I, I, I would like to see it again. I'm sure they wrestled a bunch in PWG as well. We go to... Jake Atlas with his lit theme song. I'm still not over how why this guy has the, the best theme song going in NXT right now. Somewhere, someone said it was from MLB The Show or something, but banger. Um, and then he's he's fighting Tony Nese. He's still there. I didn't realize this guy was still in WWE yeah. for some reason. Uh, Tony Nese. Tony Nese? Da Vinci? Oh, my God. Uh, Tony Nese versus Jake Atlas. I was so excited. 205 Live. You can listen to that uh, free show. Patreon.com slash up next. There's a free show called Shot in the Dark. John Cena talks all about 205, AW Dark. Main event. Ring of Honor. All that stuff. He knows everyone in 205 Live.
2: And Tony Nese. Yeah, I think it's just the... We seem to have in NXT either these over-the-top characters or just bland people with nothing to it. Like... Uh, he's got atlas abs And Tony Nese. uh jake atlas I, I i like both guys both are fantastic wrestlers but there needs to be that middle ground for me um and i can't say when i saw these two in the ring um i was too excited about what was going to happen uh that being said there were there were some cool spots during this match
3: yeah uh jake atlas versus tony niece and they kind of go counter for counter. They know each other's moves, it seems, until Jake finally hits a cartwheel into a single leg dropkick and then a tope. But it's more of the, I like, I like Jake and I think he's a definitely a guy that in a few years can be in a, definitely a problem. Yeah. Of- I, I see oh, it. I yeah. see it with Jake Atlas. I see it. Um, but I, I have a gripe, wrestling gripe, tope suicida, <laughs> when it's the, like, the push one. I mentioned best match ever, Samoa Joe, we did last week. Samoa Joe is a guy who can do a tope suicide. Oh, he does it with the forearm. With the forearm. Yeah. Not, a, not the Seth Rollins, like, pushing. Push push well, so you push me over? Well, okay. It's a,
2: it's a really high risk move to just push shove someone. Why don't you just cross body them? Yeah. Or just push them.
3: Like, this is. Just this slide is like, under the ring and
2: push them over. <laughs> someone right now
3: is like, that's your gripe. Like, it's a it's a no, push. I, but, like, actually. Tope
2: suicide can yeah. look fantastic. But, unfortunately, it's become. A transition move. A- everyone does a Tope suicida so now, yeah. And yet, yeah, you're right. We were talking on that best match ever show about imagine having Samoa Joe diving through the ropes with his forearm towards you. I think I said
3: terrifying. It was like Godzilla, but it's Mothra because he's flying. At right, you. Like, exactly. It's
2: scarier. No, I-, I agree with you. I think add a add a little bit more oomph on it. Yeah, yeah. Like, look, I I'm not a wrestler, but
3: a push like you're already flying at the guy you might as well like land on him there's safe there's still safe ways to to jump on him right like yeah just saying the the push is crack him in the jaw go on (laughs) kill him (laughs) no uh do it safely please uh but jake atlas still is great but he he needs to work on that tope suicida um there's then of course i i thought when this match started i was like is this just going to be a match where we we have pat mcafee show up i watch too much wrestling Cause that's exactly what happens. Cause Pat McPhee cuts the picture in picture, but it's the, the Pat pack showing up and they're, they're in a yellow NXT Hummer. Yeah. It was pretty. Cool. Yeah, it was really nice. That's their War Games tank. The Hummer. Sure. Yeah, yeah they
2: could come out in this. Yeah.
3: So they're coming down to the ring, but the match, uh, still continues on cause these guys are just here. They're not too, they're, they're not going to attack. They're just here. Um, Nice gets some offense in with these like knees. Cravat knees to the chest kind of move, um, and then Atlas comes back with a clothesline turning Nice inside out. There's a super kick by Nice. There's then like a, a flatliner shoulder breaker from Jake Atlas, who then hits the cartwheel DDT, and Atlas pins Tony Nice, which I have written Tony Atlas, but this is a, that's a whole different Tony. That's that's a different wrestler.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, so. Wasn't that our accountant's favorite wrestler? I think it was. It was. <laughs> he was asking all the wow. about Tony Allen. Wow. Wow.
3: True story. Our accountant was like, you guys what? You podcast about wrestling? Oh, uh, yeah, I used to watch it. And we're like, oh, really? Like, who, who did you like? And Any- have you
2: ever thought about having a second cell phone?
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Patreon shows. People know. Uh, shout um, out our accountant. Yeah,
2: this, this, both these guys are, are great wrestlers. Just, um, like, nothing going, no build. We hadn't seen Tony knees for months. Uh, there was a really cool, like, spin kick. Um, I think Jake had done some kind of, like, sunset flip roll through or something like that. And Tony knees just, like, span with this kick to the face. I thought looked awesome. Um, but, yeah, th- this match was just there for me.
3: Uh, after the match there's Mackenzie Mitchell ringside with Jake Atlas and like, is like, Hey, what's going on with you? <laughs> he says, I had to take a step back to take one big step forward. My whole life, bad things always happen to me. As soon as I want to give it up, I turn it around. I'm not, I'm not standing here as cruiserweight champion, but I'm going to pick myself up. And I just did that with a win. So this is just the beginning on my step to the cruiserweight championship. So he's saying, Hey,
2: I lost twice, but I'm going to get back up there. So we'll probably beat Drew Gulak next week and go through Brian Kendrick, bring him back. We'll beat him. Wow. Um, <laughs> no, but Paul yeah, th- this is just Jake Atlas kind of spelling out. Right, I've been knocked down, and I'm going to go on a bit of a winning streak now until I'm contender again.
3: If you get if you get knocked down nine times, you get up ten. Is that yeah? Right? Yeah, so I like Cardi B, I think. Sounds sounds about right. Yep. No, no, do the maths. Quick maths. The Pat Packer here. Yeah. We have Pat McAfee come down with... uh, I swear their music sounded like a Disturbed ripoff. Like the band Disturbed. Mm. Maybe not that song, but yeah. Pat McAfee starts off already getting my attention. I'm already on the same page as Pat McAfee. Shut up, Vic Joseph. You (laughs) suck. (laughs) I wouldn't necessarily say Vic Joseph sucks. I just want him to learn
2: wrestling moves. It's all I want. Yeah, I, want. I mean, we'll we'll get into him later, but yeah, just he doesn't sell things for me. Yeah, he does something later
3: that makes us They're, upset. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Pat McAfee says first of all, rest in peace, Pat Patterson. One Pat to another Pat. Uh, you also made dinner tonight, and you made
2: I made Pat Thai yeah. in respect of Pat Patterson. He liked Pat Thai. Oh, his, his name's Pat. Yeah, so I made Pat Thai. Yeah, yeah, it was
3: good. It's really good. Thank you. Pat McAfee says respect is what I have for Pat McAfee. He was one of the best. Respect him, and and it's a nice it's a nice touch, especially because they share the same name. However, on the opposite end of the spectrum of respect, you have every wrestling fan at home. An undisputed era. You had your your boys' night out with your rented tuxes. Your Wine out of the box. (laughs) They're gooning. Low-level Paisan pizza place where they probably were embarrassed that Undisputed Era were eating there. So they probably sat you in the back alley or something. It's low-level. Low-level. And you guys were talking and reflecting. The nostalgia was running wild, brother. Well, this team is here to put an end to you. This team was put together with a lot of money and then he just starts listing all the, the expensive things remember that one guy Ridge he's not even here and I gave him a car don't care like he's like he's doing the Ric Flair like like hey I, I have money and I used it didn't work out I moved on uh, he continues saying uh, I got him a Mercedes cool we made more money than anyone here and anyone watching at home combined I made more money than you I got more money than you I'm richer than you he says this is the greatest team standing in front of you I got Oni Lorkin, Pete sorry, Oni Lorkin, and Danny Birch. And Danny Birch is doing his class. He's doing the money sign. Like he's so like <laughs> he's such a like Oh he's a Cockney. Yeah, he's a okay. proper cockney. <laughs>
2: um I I've got down Uncle Danny. Yeah. Uh teen Pete. Like Pete's the Pete's the teenager on his phone who doesn't want to talk to any of the family, isn't he?
3: He was rocking some like winter
2: gear yep. so, a hoodie, I think. And then you got the fucking crazy cousin Oni Lorcan, just like, <laughs> pacing around the background. <laughs> <laughs> wanting to fight wanting everyone a fix. <laughs> yelling
3: everything. Yeah. Uh Pete Dunn is the longest reigning champion, UK NXT UK champion. Uh then they start saying like Undisputed Air is not gonna beat us. Hell no, hell no. And says, Hey you sitting at home in your mom's basement. We are the three baddest here, including me. We will run this business. So war games. Two rings, two cages, two teams, one brutal war but the boys broke undisputed era's spirit and this sunday we end the undisputed era and that's not undisputed that's a promise we're the
2: greatest you all suck cheers i love pat mcafee's promo i think he's one of the best in the company uh he's really good but this again just feels like it's treading water both this and the ue segment we've heard it all before we, we've we've heard that they don't like Undisputed Era and that they're going to beat them and that they suck. It's, I, I, I don't know. I think, I don't want to compare, but I am. AEW have a way of every week their big matches adding a little wrinkle to it, adding a, another note that makes you more and more excited going into it. Even though it's been announced for a little while. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And maybe just, the gang not there and just a one-on-one Adam Cole and Pat McAfee or something. I just didn't feel I got anything new from this. I, I've i known this is going to be the match for two, three weeks now. Um, and
3: they also just, glossed over last week with him, like, was it me? Oh, it was me. Uh, yeah. like, it was like, okay, well, you,
2: you just didn't advance it properly. It didn't advance like, at all. You can't just go, hey, it's a War Games match. I don't feel like any War more Games. excited about this match now than I did a week ago yeah, or two weeks before I that. Yeah,
3: I agree. Um, Cause we got a video from Undisputed Era and then this. And I'm like, oh, all right. Like, he let Pete talk and Pete, like, was like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to beat you up. Like, it was it just didn't do anything for me. I, and I think Pat is fantastic. Pat is the best. Your go home show.
2: Sorry. Your go, go home show. There we go. Um, should be for people on the fence about, if you're if you're not subscribed to the WWE network or you've got plans on sunday but you're thinking about canceling them to watch takeover it your go home show should be the thing that tips you over the edge and be like i got to see it now i got to see that match think well, at kingston moxley we'd already seen that match for free on tv and each week that built and built by that final segment between the two of them when they were in each other's face and they were uh, talking about Kingston's mum Ruthie and all that it ended up being with a sh- with a show that had the Bucks versus FTR on it it ended up being the match being I have got to see Moxie versus Kingston now. right which a month ago I can't even imagine saying this no I mean I'm we're watching it regardless but it's just Okay well this didn't is, advance at all
3: Well this is where this comes in because they they had last week a video of Finn Balor hmm and he's like he basically was like I'm sitting this one out letting the a wrestler used kitty litter in a promo let's all remember <laughs> that um and well we knew we were doing catwoman cats dot <laughs> women so he's going to start playing basketball <laughs> finn basically said it, like but if you're reading between the lines whoever wins war games maybe someone gets a shot in that in that in that regard. yeah i guess you could go that route there was no mention. You're talking about little wrinkles. That would have been one in here. Pat could have said, I'm going to pin you. I'm going to do what I couldn't do. And I'm going to pin you, Adam Cole. And when I do, I get a title shot and I'll be, we'll be really running this shit. Done. Cool. Oh, winner. Whoever gets the pin gets the title shot. Cool. Something. We'll get in two weeks and make a Wednesday night feel good. Cool. But you didn't do that. No. You just didn't, you just said, I'm, we beat you up. Remember when we beat you up? Cause we beat you up remember that yeah we did it we, we beat you up and we, we we're the best we beat you up it's like if you showed this to a non-wrestling fan they'd be like this guy's catchphrase is you suck i'm the greatest like that's not really to us it's funny because it's like oh, it, wor- it
2: works for him yeah, but yeah yeah it's it's not like okay well you're going to one of the like kayfabe most violent matches yeah. in and wrestling history and he's like Joe's gonna be blood suck.
3: feud it's like, okay, well, yeah, you could, you could make it a j- little juicier. It's war yeah. games, right? Like, yeah, I want, I want blood and guts, pardon the pun. But like, mm. yeah, uh, just didn't, didn't hit. And, I, and again, Pat is literally better than fucking so many wrestlers mm. on the mic. It's crazy because he clearly loves wrestling and yeah. he knows it and he's great at this position. And I, I we, 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 we praised his match with Adam Cole and I'm looking forward to seeing Pat do some crazy bumps. Can't wait for that double moon. Oh, the double moon is going to be, be fantastic. He's no, going to do a 630. <laughs> 820 yeah I don't
2: even know what that would look like but that's gonna do it Double
3: double moonsault yeah something it's just crazy uh, we have team Candace backstage and Raquel's getting pumped for her ladder match tonight against Shotzi and then shadow boxes to Tony Storm's hand who then sells it like death and you thought Tony Storm was on drugs she was all jittery and looking all over the place it's the caffeine yeah or the water in Florida right um, we get to the, the highlight uh, winter is coming well it's here it's the master and Zia lee and boa we have a dark video there's two it's really really dark again mm. but there's two like things of water with both one has Zia in it and the other has boa and there's candles lit all around and there's a master watching and he's like again and the subtitles say what he's saying again and again and again and they're like it's like some water torture shit going yeah, on it's here. Waterboarding. They're like going under the water, holding their breath, practicing, getting all, getting their respiratory systems up to date. And he keeps yelling at them again. And it shows like has like the music dark and the the candles lit. And then it it just keeps. They're they're saying we can't do it anymore. And he keeps again again. And then it cuts to the master who's looking on. But then it cuts to the the hooded figure, the the higher power here with you see her like her nails out and kind of you can see her eyes and then it does like a classic like slicing animation where you see just her eye and Mm. then disappears to black
2: again yeah still holding my interest here it seems like zaya and boa are going through this really tough training because well zaya kept losing so it's now she's got a Join the League of Shadows and yeah. go through all this to come back. Zia Lee begins. Um,
3: when- begins. Boa begins. Boa begins.
2: <laughs> whether um, I think whether it be at the takeover or next week, we need to now move forward a bit more with it. Um, but yeah, it's still got my interest, and I I hope after all this, Zia Lee is just this absolute killer in the women's division because whatever's happened with uh, the Shifu and this woman. And the, the, this training and the torture and all that, it's going to all come into place and she's going to, she's going to go for EO. Whoa. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, I still got my interest. I thought it was shot great, looked great. Looks cool. Yeah. Uh, I think Zaya especially is really good actress. No idea what's going on. And I'm okay with it.
3: (laughs) Drown yourself in front of me. (laughs) Drink all this water. Yeah, maybe that's what they're doing. Drink, stay I think hydrated. It's just
2: like intense training. Yeah, right? it's yeah. training.
3: It's training. I don't. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely some scary, some interesting stuff. <laughs> Love it. Highlight of the week. It is every yeah. week. The story can continue on for the rest of the year without a reveal. Uh, but we need. I was said maybe war games, but I don't think so. I think maybe next week or in a, in the coming. You weeks. either do
2: it at the end of the women's match if it's going to be a big big angle, whether to yeah. debut uh, the woman. Yeah. Um. The figure, or, or I do next week. Um, maybe not the reveal yet, but it needs to make a big step forward next. But I'm perfectly fine with the pace it's been going. It's held my interest every week. You know what else keeps my interest? Ever-Rise. Oh, yeah.
3: Yeah. Ever-Rise, the hottest tag team in NXT. Uh, they come down and they have the opportunity to face the newly returned team of the Grizzled Young Vets with Zach Gibson and James Drake, but as Everizer waiting in the ring, and Zach Gibson and James Drake coming out with great, uh, s- like well, they've got football scarves on. I was about to say footy scarves. Yeah, I was going to ask if I did it right.
2: In in Liverpool colours.
3: Yeah, yeah. Uh, coming out with they look nice. I got to get one of these. Um, if you grew your hair out like James
2: Drake, we could be this team. Yeah, next 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 Halloween. Yeah, use my hang- young vets, Use my I'll, hangman wig. I'll wear your hangman wig and a fake nose ring, and you'll just take your hat off yeah it will be great
3: <laughs> uh my guy in 2k
2: is that good it looks
3: just accidentally looks exactly like him <laughs> the gear isn't the same but uh and ever rise in the ring though are going to face these guys but they're taken out from behind by imperium yeah remember them Marce- yeah. Marcel, Marcel, Marcel. Marcel, Marcel. Bartel. Marcel Bartel and Fabian Eichner, they attack and toss Everize and, and they grab a mic and Bartel. They're, sorry, these bumps
2: Everize took were pretty good. <laughs> like thrown over the barricade. Yeah, yeah. Taking flat it was like- back bumps on the floor. Looked pretty cool.
3: Eichner does this crazy back suplex, like in his wrestling matches, but he does it where he just drops one of the guys, like, yeah, over the it look, barricade. It looked great. Yeah. They take Everize out and Bartel says, you guys are back. Well, we're back to, basically, uh, we're putting teams back in their position, mentioning how they lost the titles to Fandango and Tyler Breeze, mm-hmm. never forget. So we'll put teams back in their position, and we'll put you two in your place. So James Drake and Zach Gibson are like, yeah, we'll fucking fight you. So that team, Imperium versus Grizzled Young Veterans, it's like NXT UK it is yeah it is exactly nxt uk so uh it's imperium who have the beat down on drake early on having the advantage tagging in and out again great back suplexes uh eichner is running the show and gives like a basically the attitude adjustment to zach gibson here at one point I- John Cena's not around anymore. He can't tell people not to do the move. Right. Um, and Eichner eventually gets thrown to the outside. They go to commercial break, but when we come back, there's uh like backs more back suplexes, a drop kick, uh Gibson gets like uh a drop kick and then the like air raid crash from Bartel. But I love the the running drive by double drop kick Imperium does when you're like tied up upside down. It, it's it's pretty cool but he kicks out uh gibson fights back with uh a throat chop after getting a butterfly suplex there's then a spinebuster pk combo there's a moonsault miss when he gets the knees up and then uh bartell this this is this is crazy uh honestly the highlight of this show i i've you've seen this spot before and the spot i'm talking about is fabian eichner is in the ring and then it's Bartel, who throws some, he launches a guy at Eichner, and Eichner catches the guy in midair in the suplex, mm. standing suplex position. Here, it's, it's, it's Eichner catching him, but like dropping him at one point. So
2: it's this time, sorry, was it to Drake? I think so, yeah. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's going for a move off the top, and Barcel, instead of normally just like having him up and throwing him, shoves him off, but he, Almost falls the he ma- slips and almost drops but him. He just deadlifts him for it. The the botch, if you want to call it that, made it look even more impressive. How Fabian Eichner could deadlift this Holy. guy right up to the the brainbuster, and that's where it's like, man, I miss Moro because yeah, this wasn't sold at all. It was just oh, a, a impressive strength there from Fabian Eichner. This spot was insane. Yeah, why can't we have Moro and Snoop? Commentating. That's exactly NXT. what I was just going oh, to yeah. say. I was going to say, get rid of Vic Joseph, get Snoop Dogg in here. He knows Snoop his shit. Wade Morrow. There yeah. We go. Wow. Yeah. I I
3: uh, I watched the Tyson fight. Um, I did too. If you want to call it a fight, uh, it was very entertaining. Uh, as someone who is we're you know late twenties, early thirties, uh, being able to watch Tyson live in quote unquote fight was just something I. Had had to do as something very interested me. Yeah, uh, watching combat sports all my life, so was su- super
2: entertained. But like, yeah, but Snoop Dogg and Moro stole the show. They were they were fantastic. I I actually really enjoyed that that main event fight. I, yeah. I thought you could you could still see. Obviously, they're both older, but you could still see. Tyson. They've got something oh, in them. Especially, those uppercuts. Especially Tyson. When he missed a bunch of those swings, I was like, oh my God, if you hit that, though. like um, I loved, I don't know if you saw Ethan Page's tweet. No. He goes, I think Triller is my new favorite pro wrestling promotion. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah. yeah. It felt so like pro wrestling Everybody the really whole did. show. It was ridiculous, but I, I loved it. I had a great evening watching it. Uh, I liked Iron Sheik's tweet better. Hulk
3: Hogan, let's do
2: what they did. They've been they've been working it for years. Why not? I don't think that's happened. why not. <laughs> book it, book uh, it.
3: Obviously, we're gonna get Tyson versus Jericho. Now this is done.
2: I, I just loved how fresh Tyson seemed after, and he want he wanted to go again.
3: Yeah, it was basically like two two guys in their fifties hugging but it was, it was fun to watch, but Moro Allo, I missed, I realized, you know, there are people who criticized him in, in WWE NXT and stuff like that, but wow, he's I, so I refreshing. I just feel,
2: whether it's or me hyped, or man. like JR in his prime or whatever, you need someone on those big moments to, to escalate it. There's, I, I don't, I don't mind Tom Phillips. Michael Cole occasionally can go there and is, when he needs to, he can be pretty good, I think. But, a spot like this, this deadlift catching brainbuster thing, it needs more than impressive strength. There, you need to just lose your shit for a second. I agree. But then it gets the crowd going. Oh, yeah, I agree. Uh, especially with this this time where we've got lack of crowd and piped in noise and stuff. You you need to push it harder. That's why I enjoyed in those New Japan, the, especially the empty arena ones. I preferred watching it in Japanese. Rather than Me too. Kevin Kelly on his own, because that they, they they kind of filled in for that crowd sound.
3: I just watched uh, Hiromu versus Robbie Eagles.
2: Oh, I still need to watch it. I've heard I wa- good things.
3: I watched it with Japanese commentary because the English. I I watched some in Japanese as well, and it was it was pretty good. I just it's still New Japan is still it's still weird with this crowd. It is I do Yeah, it's weird. But then you watch we watch this WWE or American wrestling, and it's got like piped in noises and stuff. So. Mm. It's, uh, Oh, one day, one day we'll be able to go to a show or a Mike Tyson fight. Yeah, one day, all of oh, it. Yeah, I want to go to Vegas and watch a Tyson fight. We'll that was zombies. Yeah, there's or gonna the be zombies. Pfizer, what's it called? The
2: the vaccine. Yeah, you're not ready to get the vaccine. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> no, I'm... I thought I thought we decided at the beginning before before we decided the rascals are ghost face. I thought we decided we're having the vaccine and turning into zombies. If you have the vaccine, it goes Was this wrong. on air or not? <laughs> I don't even know anymore. <laughs> Just been stuck in this basement for uh, so long. Let's so, get back to the match. <laughs> so, uh, wow,
3: we went off on one here. Uh, obviously, our minds wandered to something else, but... Uh, going full circle, back around Fabian Eichner catching James Drake in midair was yeah, that's it. <laughs> reminded me of Mike Tyson there. That, Look at that praise there we right go. there. That is high praise. We did go to commercial break, so that's when we we should have talked about Mike Tyson. When we come back, there's um there's sorry, it's it's the the the, the this brainbuster thing that the, that he caught him with. That's what he hits him with. I already mentioned the break. Uh, Gibson is in and goes on his like. Hands and knees, and then Drake eventually does get up and jumps off Gibson. It's kind of like the Hardy Boys poetry in motion type thing here, sending Eichner out of there. Uh But then when this match seemed to like kind of get into full gear, I kind of had high expectations for this match when it when I realized this was what was mm. happening. But it, as it finally was getting to like a, a gear that I, was like enjoyable, Ever Rise return attack both teams on the outside. And it's a double DQ. The match is completely thrown out. Everize with the
2: sneak attack, then run away. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was with you. I, I actually really got into this match. I, I was really enjoying it, but then it got, it got typical WWE where we, we can't afford any of the God, Imperium can't lose. We can't have Imperium lose with grizzled young vets. Like, come on, just grizzled young vets, they've just come back. Give them the win. Do this post-match angle after the match. It's, it's so frustrating because this match was getting good and I enjoyed it. And I, I've got no problem with Everise being part of this feud. I I think both, I think both could be quite entertaining heels. Like they've just got faces that you you don't like. These are all heels. Uh, Yeah, I think, I feel like Grizzled Young vets are going to be. Like heelish baby faces. James Drake th- has his face on his ass. <laughs> <laughs> looks like Charles Manson, but it looks like him. That's a heel, right? I don't see their their act particularly changing much, but I see them being the fan favourites of this thing. Um But yeah, just why can't we just have a fucking Match. someone win? Can we just have matches? Good matches. Yeah. That's this
3: realistically should have been a banger. Yeah. That people were like, oh, did you see that? Sleep tag match that's what should happen and i can't other than that crazy spot from eichner that spot is crazy i'm sure that will be found on twitter (laughs) and stuff because it looks insane of catching a guy like that he is a beast like that guy's
2: a beast and that was the highlight what i I would say is um the the tag division's been weak for a while and i I like to see that they're trying to replenish it they're ever eyes have been around for a while so it's it's going to take a bit of time to kind of take them as a serious threat but i like that they're Putting the effort in to do that, and now we've got we've got three teams here who are contenders. Once once War Games is over, and that is a positive out of it.
3: Yeah, there's a, the tag team division's getting hyped up here. We got we got Ever we got Fandango, Tyler Breeze, we got the grizzled young vets, we got uh, Imperium, got the Rascals. Yeah, we're gonna be fine. Yeah, we'll be good. We just need to have some actual matches. Yes, but uh, Ever Rise. Uh, during the break, afterwards, they come back and they show them rushing, getting into their car, no no shirts on, as I drop my phone, no shirts on, and they go, Ever-Rise rules, that's what happened, Doyle rules. They say, they got a taste, how do you like that? And they drive off. I, I
2: love that they're <laughs> running away in their gear. <laughs> in Full their gear. Car. Full gear, running away because they didn't have time. Can to- you imagine you're on on like the highway and you turn around and see the car next to you and it's just shirtless man, two topless guys in spandex. Yeah. Us. It's Florida. Uh, you've probably seen. <laughs>
3: yeah, you've probably seen. Probably a lot seen worse. weirder. <laughs> probably seen a lot worse. Yeah. But yeah, it looked funny. Yeah. Them just running away. It they, was. It was. Th- I, I'm, these guys ha- are growing on me simply because we've been making fun of them for a while. But yeah. they, no, I they know know how to wrestle. Yeah, I think they're, they're going to be pretty entertaining in this heel role. To be honest, let them let them run with this. Yeah, yeah. I think it, I think they can do a good job. The bootleg young bucks, yes. as some people call them, but uh, I think I think they can they can go far with their annoying faces, and I mean that in not, the best way possible. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Hey, it's Timothy Thatcher, who looks like he's about to lead a band or an orchestra or like a, some sort of marching band. He's got a marching band stick.
2: Oh, yeah, he does. Yeah. <laughs> it's a weight Doing stick. Doing his, but... his weights. Yeah. <laughs> but he
3: looked like he was like... He, he
2: was going to lead, yeah, marching looked like Frosty band. the
3: Snowman leading the... the... Spin it around. <laughs> I can do that, you know. Can you? You can do the Riddler
2: thing. Like Shane McMahon with the can-do stick? Yeah, I can do it. I could do better than him. No, Yeah. no No one can do better than Shane Yeah, it's true, no, you're
3: right. Come on. <laughs> Timothy Thatcher comes down and he's got another Thatch Can school of Thatch-ass Thatch. He's got a t-shirt now and it looks like it says Thatch-ass on it. It's just funny. I
2: love WWE shirts, they're so shit. How, how? I didn't mind this one actually because it's... It looks like the PC one. It was made to look exactly like the Performance Center shirt so I think it kind of works. He's got his school of Thatchers Thatch Can. Um the logo looked like classic wrestling and stuff. Yeah. I, I, I didn't mind it. Thatch ass. Thatch ass. I'm going to go in that says fat ass.
3: Yeah. <laughs> it's going to look like Thatcher, uh, his shirt. So Thatcher says he's got, uh, a, a lesson today. And standing behind him is a guy wearing the shirt as well. And it's, uh, that one of the new guys signed, I think Russ Taylor was his name. Uh, and Thatcher says today we're going to learn he's a chatting to Malcolm Bivens in the background. Yeah. Early yeah. earlier. Yeah. Uh, we have Thatcher who says, um, today we're going to learn about distractions here in WWE. A lot of people lose matches via distractions, whether it's music playing the lights going out, someone up on the apron or someone sitting on a chair ringside, obviously referencing Champa, but, all, I, I love that. Considering that is such a fucking like trope in WWE, especially yes. WWE. Like, holy shit, is it ever?
2: Realistically, it should be something like kayfabe yeah. you're taught about. Yeah. Hey, if someone's music plays, just ignore it. Just continue yeah. the match. Keep fighting because like fighting. just because their the music. The referee's there. If they interfere,
3: they'll be DQ'd.
2: It's yeah. all Good.
3: So we're gonna we're gonna learn. We're gonna show you with my student, and as he turns to his this guy Russ champa is now standing there and he's kind of taken aback he's like whoa uh champa and he says i'm here to to not be a student i'm not here to learn I'm here to teach so he's saying i'm gonna che- teach you some some school of hard knocks here and and thatcher again is like uh uh and he tries to like walk off and then uh it's like look i don't I don't want to do this. And Champa says, Oh, that's, that's funny. You're such a disappointment. Thatcher's like, look, uh, Tomasa, I don't want any trouble. I don't want any trouble. I don't want any trouble. Jackie Chan, no trouble. But then goes to take him down and Champa like scouts it and beats down on him. And then as Champa kind of gets the offense here, it's the student behind him, Russ, who attacks Champa. He now saves his, his mean teacher, here and it allows thatcher to gain the offense and lock in the like neck guillotine the the gravat not the cravat the gravat as wade calls it and he's like cranks on the neck obviously the the neck history with champa and then just lays him out there as uh thatch can's class has come to an end
2: yeah i i kind of like the the end here it's it put over this move really well which going into obviously this match is They've announced it now. It's happening at TakeOver, um, especially with, as you mentioned, Champa's neck history. I think it's kind of cool that Thatcher's been winning in a variety of different ways and submissions and stuff. So now it feels that this is perhaps his finisher that he's debuting mm-hmm. and uh, looked effective. It put Champa right out. And is this the fastest debut from... Signed today. Signed today, on TV tonight. I mean, like, officially signed, meaning they, they sent out the thing. But, For sure. But yeah. yeah, yeah, legit,
3: like, he's already on TV.
2: Um, yeah, and and as you said, I kind of liked poking fun at the the tropes of distractions, and funnily enough, as you were saying that, I was distracted, so I jumped ahead and talked about Malcolm Bivens. But...
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that happens after this, yeah, definitely. Uh, after Yeah, I, I, I like the fact that it was him talking, and he kind of doesn't notice that Ciampa stepped in, yeah. and it was like, oh, I'm here to help demonstrations and he's kind of like oh he's shook i like that uh but i also like when he's like no trouble no trouble and then like
2: goes for him i've not been crazy about the story but i am excited for the match yeah it's actually probably the match i'm most looking forward to it should be re- it should be good i think it should be really good
3: yeah i think so too that's that's definitely a match i'm like oh that can be the sleeper I hit. Mm. besides there's two two war games epics like they're so long this is just gonna be a normal singles match no no stip that's yep. what I want to see. Uh, they announced this Sunday for like the pre-show panel. Sam Roberts uh, and some other people, but it, they weren't important because Ariel Hawani is going to be there. Yeah, that means That's pretty cool. We're one step closer to getting him on a best match ever. Is that what it means? Maybe. Right. I'll talk to John.
2: Okay. Let's do it. <laughs> Book it.
3: He'd pick uh, some MMA ones for sure. Uh, I
2: I think I'm going to hit up Eric because as I said, we've got our best and worst of coming up. I've been checking out the books. I'm going to talk to Eric Marquant and be like, what fights do I need to rewatch from the year? fights like yeah UFC fights again I, I want to have a, an option this year Mike Tyson yes <laughs> I mean that's probably leading right <laughs> or
3: that YouTube guy who knocked out the yeah. other guy who's asleep still yes
2: <laughs> <laughs> the memes are fantastic
3: so we then have Thatcher backstage and he's talking about his student taking the initiative and uh in the back ba- background it looks like it was Russ talking to Malcolm Bivens who maybe have some cahoots going on
2: we need Malcolm Bivens back. Yeah. Um, yeah. He, especially some of these talent. We're, we're saying about how bland some of these people seem. Um I've no idea what's going on with Indus I don't know if they're... um Are they back in India maybe because of the pandemic? Or did they just fuck up when they spoiled the Keith Lee win? and Because we haven't seen them since then. But Malcolm Bivens is a talented manager. He's being wasted right now. He is being wasted. So just this easter egg of a sighting like it wasn't even in focus it was blurred in the background yeah uh, quite a nice little touch if they are going to go somewhere with it um i'd like to see them recruit a few people it's like the stone brand the boa brand, the bivens, brand. bivens brand it's all the brands for the brand the gargano brand
3: the Ra- johnny and the rascals johnny and the rascals <laughs> We need to change the title of the show. <laughs> not yet. Wait, wait till until they happens. debut wait till <laughs> next week when they say Johnny and the Rascals because they're listening to us. Remember when we talked about a four-way Iron Man match? Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Long time ago. I'm
2: still waiting for that Hell in a yeah. Cell match. <laughs>
3: <laughs> we we say things and they go. Hmm. It's not a bad. Yeah. Hey, Paul. That's we have we have this idea. <laughs> these guys these guys want the Rascals to show up in the in the Ghostface mask. Watch, it's gonna happen. Main event time. Another ladder match. Last week we had Kyle and Pete kill each other with all sorts of crazy submission moves within the ladder. And, and it was a, it was a good match. It was a good mm. main event for the War Games advantage. Pete Dunn and Pat McAfee's team got it. Obviously heels getting advantage kind of makes sense in a War Games scenario. But tonight, Raquel Gonzalez, Shotzi Blackheart, ladder match, same rules apply. Winning team gets the advantage in War Games this Sunday. Uh, Raquel beats on Shotzi early on, gets her in this like Canadian backbreaker style move here. Um, and then Shotzi just takes this like bump off the apron to the outside. Looks like just falls, just falls off the apron. Um, Shotzi somehow gets back up, kicks the ladder into Raquel's face. Kind of. Um, and then Raquel is now somehow getting the advantage on Shotzi. They're fighting around the ring near like the commentary and like the, the plexiglass walls and stuff. And it's Raquel who kind of goes to launch Shotzi at the, the fence wall plastic thing. But Shotzi clings onto it and then delivers a coffin drop off the wall onto Raquel. This looked great. And what was even cooler was Wade Barrett called it a coffin drop.
2: Yeah. So is that just the name of this move?
3: I I don't think you can call it anything else. Yeah. It looks literally like a coffin. Obviously Darby Allen, uh, like making this move famous. I think this move has, we, we talk about Darby on Up Nextra about how, uh, like maybe we don't get it, but kids kind of mm. like, maybe we liked Jeff Hardy when we were younger, but when we grew up, we're like, ah, yeah, he's, he's all right. He's good. But the coffin drop has become like a non wrestling. People non wrestling fans know it now. Right. It's you make a coffin and you fall onto someone. Yeah. You can do it when you're wrestling someone in bed or you know what I mean. Like you just drop yeah. backwards on someone. You can do it in a pool. It's it's really easy to do. And in, what it fits Shotzi because she's all like coffiny Duffy and yeah. Stuff. She's yeah. great. Oh, she's great. But. It makes sense. What else would you call that move?
2: Yeah, I kind of like... um, I don't like that we're kind of getting into that point with wrestling where every move has a thousand different names. Kind of everyone renames their move. Like, how many different names for the Crossroads have we got? Reckoning. Yeah.
3: Crossroads. Roll the Dice. Swinging Neckbreaker. There's probably some other ones.
2: Yeah. And just think, kind of, when Punk took Go to Sleep. He didn't call it the, the Punk... Punt or whatever did he? He called it go to sleep, and I I kind of like that. If you create a move and you name a move, it keeps that name and goes throughout wrestling as that. So I, I'm i cool with this being the coffin drop. The coffin drop, yeah. yeah. Send all the royalties. We're to going Derby. on tangents today, but yeah, we I'm are about it. I'm
3: yeah, about it. It's okay. uh Shotzi hits the coffin drop, and then they go to commercial, and it's picture and picture. Uh, They're still brawling around with ladders trying to gain, grab the briefcase contract, the advantage. When we come back, it's Raquel and Shotzi climbing the ladder and they kind of both fall off it at the same time. Uh, I, I definitely been high up on both of these two lately, but I can say, uh, this was kind of falling apart part uh yeah. in a lot of spots uh there is a spot where Shotzi gets the ladder in the corner hits this wicked cannonball like bending Raquel backwards almost look nasty uh but then there's like spots where they're like
2: just like it felt delayed oh, sorry the cannonball to the back yeah yeah look
3: nasty that was that wasn't pretty insane but then like there's just some weird spots that I just didn't quite know what was going on watching it I was just confused at like who is supposed to take the bump there and what was supposed to happen there and
2: Yeah, there there was like a I think Shotzi went for a seated sent on, kind of like Rey Mysterio would do, but kind of hit Raquel on the hips. Who like catches her with like so, a Batista bomb or something? I'm not so, sure what was going on. Yeah, it so yeah, get get to the finish and then we'll kind of break it down a bit. So more. it's
3: it's those two fighting and after that that spot to the outside, uh, Vic Joseph says it's pandemonium because somehow Team Candace learned how to sneak through the bars of their thing.
2: Indy set up a. Indy ran out and set she up a saved, ladder to oh, get she them off the saved
3: perch, them yeah. that Indy they escape they could just crawl through it. Have you not this No, month. it's high. They
2: needed the ladder to climb down. Ah, okay.
3: Mm. All right. All right. Well, Indy saves Candice's team, they come down, and it's Shotzi trying to stop this. And she roundhouse kicks to Indy, uh, but then Raquel knocks her down. So now all the the team people are fighting, blocking each other on the outside. And as Candice, as Raquel, Raquel's in the ring, but it's Candice and Tony Storm. They're all ringside. And we have, uh, I think, Rhea Ripley and Ember Moon who are there. They're fighting. Everyone's fighting. Vic says it's pandemonium. But Raquel's in the ring, starts to climb the ladder, and we have the reveal of our member of Team Shotzi as Io Shirai shows up with a springboard like a cat flying onto the back of Raquel, takes her down off the ladder, takes her out, and then everyone's brawling onto the outside. She hits this crazy moonsault to everyone, which allows Shotzi to go into the ring, climb the ladder, and grab War Games advantage and revealing her team, Io Shirai,
2: Rhea Ripley, Ember Moon, Shotzi. This wasn't good. Um, unfortunately, I'm I'm a big fan of Shotzi Blackheart and I I've really enjoyed Raquel Gonzalez um, since she's kind of debuted with Dakota. But this wasn't good. Both look lo- lost a few times. That there were a couple of spots that just didn't go as planned and looked sloppy and every time it kind of looked like they were going well, what do we do next and would kind of walk around they'd pick up a ladder and drop it it they were like us playing 2k at times um, with your wanky controllers with my yeah with my wanky <laughs> controllers wow um yeah unfortunately this wasn't good that there were some some cool looking spots like that that cannonball to the back but also they were Kind of had me worried too. Um, ladder match isn't a stipulation that you should just throw to anyone. Um, when you look at the women who are going to be in this war games match, like you should, you should have had Candice in there, and may and maybe even Io. I know they hadn't announced Io, and that was kind of the big thing to kind of progress it. But you can't just throw a ladder match for anyone to do and expect it to be okay. It's not like wrestling. regular match they're they're dangerous and i thought both women looked out of their depth here it it was so strange because these two are less i feel like these two
3: are pretty good wrestlers uh both Shotzi and raquel and i know like raquel maybe is more greener than Shotzi, but like in the past little while i thought her match with rhea ripley was pretty good she's been been good she's improving like it's, it's been working for her and she keeps getting better and and the same goes for Shotzi. and i i I kind of was like, what's happened but in I, this match? I it think, was so
2: lost. I think you've got to put some of it on Shotzi as well. We, we've we said it before. She, I feel she gets overexcited in some of these matches and she has an unorthodox style. She has a very Jeff Hardy esque style. It doesn't seem particularly. We love Jeff Hardy. Yeah, it, she doesn't seem particularly coached. It seems like kind of backyard wrestling and it, it suits her. It, it suits her. Look, it, she looks like she should be rough around the edges and Raquel's job here is to be the base. she's the bigger one who should be catching Shotzi and taking all these bumps. but something was off, and none of these spots looked particularly good and i just I just thought both looked lost out there yeah, no i.
3: Again, I I like these two and I just was, I I got to see the coffin drop. I really liked that spot. It made me pop. But then I was like, what's happening? And I I kind of, I don't know. I I want, I know there's a better match in there between these two. Uh, And it leads to the War Games match. And I think the War Games matches will be
2: good. It's just like both matches, the stakes, there's none. It's it's just kind of there. I really just worry. Like I can see a Shotzi injury happening like at any moment you know the, the way she she works and i love her i think she's fantastic she's got such a great personality such a great look and is entertaining to watch but i do i do worry watching her and unfortunately this last last week's ladder match really made the show unfortunately this didn't help things at all this this was very weak and um the kind of moonsault from eo looked great the whole like eo was the star of the match right the, the kind of springboard it's a cat like yeah. climbing up the ladder the moonsault as always fantastic um but no real big surprise either that it's it's eo joining the team yeah we figured as much uh but the baby face start the match
3: good because candace is like so evil which one's and- turning oh <laughs> no oh no Who's it going to be? Everyone already... There's already Tony who Rhea. turned. Rhea again?
2: Who wants like you? Now it's know. a full heel.
3: I don't want no more turns, please. No, stop. I know.
2: But yeah. it kind of seems that with the, the baby faces starting... Don't want... Or it. we have a debut to help the heels out. Karen Q. Karen Q.
3: Xia Lee yeah. The new and improved League of Shadows, Xia Uh Yeah, I... I, I this episode was just kind of there for me. And I feel like I've been saying a a lot of this the past few weeks, at least this NXT used to be, they tape a bunch in bulk that leads up to the takeover and then they do the takeover. Whereas now it's, they do this thing live or sometimes not live, but it just felt like this, this lead up of weeks and weeks to build to this takeover was like, copy-paste of, like, just a bunch of different shit. We had the Pat McAfee group scouted from time that, like, this is just going to be a throwaway team that's set up for a WarGames match for no reason, really. And they still didn't give us really a reason? We're the best four-man group. Okay, great. I, I just don't think the... The, the steam is rolling into this takeover it doesn't really move the meter here uh the best thing i mean the most thing look thing i 'm looking forward to now is it's something that might not even actually happen yeah <laughs> isn't that wild? The matches um, will be good and I, I know we're being super negative Th- the the war games matches we threw one of them on the other day it's like they're really fun to watch, but like yeah like they'll be great, but like cool
2: I thought it was a bad show yeah. I, I I thought it was less than being just there i I thought it was bad the main think, event really the main event hurt was it. bad. Um, the only decent match was the tag match which ended like wonky this is one of the worst um, ones in a long time Yeah, I like the Pat Patterson tribute video you know it's there. I'm, I'm looking through my notes again there wasn't anything good there wasn't anything that made me excited about the weekend and it's, and a, it's a takeover <laughs> and I'm going to enjoy it and I'm going to be excited once it's on but um, this this wasn't good this wasn't a good show well we will be doing
3: Takeover war games this Sunday. Yeah, if you want to hear our cheery voices talk <laughs> even more
2: about NXT. Look, I don't want to feel like this. I love NXT. It's yeah. my it's my show, you know? Like it's I I've been we do a show where we go back to 2012, 13, and we're watching all of NXT. We just had the debut. We of bleed black and gold. Yeah. Yeah. But it we we want better. And unfortunately this wasn't it this week. And I'm sure takeover's gonna be good. You look on paper. Uh shall we do feedback first or predictions? Yeah. Shall we roll l- through predictions quick? Uh let's go through some predictions, yeah. yeah. Okay. So we've got Timothy Thatcher versus Tommaso Ciampa.
3: Yeah, unfortunately Champa's in this weird position where it's like he's just there to kind of help get other guys over because they didn't move him up. It's like the story you had here is done. Unless they put him back in the title picture or something, I feel like a Finn versus Champa match is something I could go for at a takeover. Uh So I kind of need Champa to win here, but I feel like Thatcher lost to Finn last time he had a takeover. So kind of you kind of need some, you kind of need Rust there to maybe screw Champa over or something. But this feud can continue for TV. But it makes sense that Thatcher goes over. But I selfishly want Champa to. I'm I, stuck.
2: I'm torn. I agree. I think I think Thatcher should go over. But it, it, as you say, it's just you then scratch your head. What do we do with someone with the talent of Tommaso Champa moving forwards? um dexter loomis versus cameron grimes in a strap match cameron grimes but you know who really wins everyone everyone i really want cameron grimes to win um and even though he's the heel in this it's dexter loomis who has been bullying him right means like cameron grimes should win this Cameron Um, cameron grimes is just trying to go to the moon and this guy keeps stopping him you know what, I my heart's saying Cameron Grimes, my head's saying Dexter Loomis, so I'm going to go with Dexter Loomis. Never listen to your head. We have a triple threat match for the NXT North American Championship. Leon Ruff defending against Johnny Gargano and Damian Priest. Johnny and the Rascals, baby. Johnny and the Rascals? Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with the same. I feel TakeOver's the only place where you can really reveal who these ghost faces are and He
3: made it very apparent that's what's happening.
2: I got these two in my pocket. Yes. So you can't you can't keep having Ghostface going through December towards Christmas season. Halloween's yeah. over. Let's see who it is. Let's reveal the rascals and <laughs> if you're going to do that Johnny Gargano has to win. So yeah, Gargano agree. retains and cuz he's fucking Johnny Gargano. He's Johnny wrestling. Let's let's go. Yeah. We have the men's war games match. The undisputed era Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, Roderick Strong and Bobby Fish versus, as we call them, the Pat Pack, Pat McAfee, Pete Dunne, Danny Birch, and Oni Larkin.
3: Pat McAfee's taking a crazy bump earlier in the match so he doesn't have to do other things in the match and then comes back to maybe take another crazy bump. I want to see Pat do a Canadian Destroyer. Yeah. That's probably... Like, they're going to do some cool, crazy stuff, but I see Undisputed Era ultimately winning this match.
2: I think so as well. I I could even see this being... I feel I say this most pay-per-views, but I can see this being towards the end of Undisputed Era's run in NXT. And I feel, even though this is their match, they've lost a bunch of them. They they do need a W in War Games.
3: So you're saying, in true War Games fashion, Undisputed Era's, one of them's going to turn on them.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Kyle's turning on them. (laughs) I kind of, I do want to see Kyle stay and the rest move up. Yeah. Kyle can join them down the line, but I think Kyle has a singles run in NXT. And we have the women's War Games match. Team Shotzi, consisting of Shotzi, Blackheart, Ember Moon, Rhea Ripley, and Io Shirai, versus Team Candice, Candice LeRae, Dakota Kai, Raquel Gonzalez, and Tony Storm. Uh, I'm going with Team Shotzi.
3: She's got the war machine. She's going to bring it out, and it's going to be... It's,
2: there's going to be some crazy shit in this match. We're talking about Shotzi probably doing some crazy stuff. Team Shotzi wins. Um... The baby faces won last year in the women's match, so I see it this time round being, uh, we. If I think undisputed era is winning the men's, yeah, I'm going to go team Candice, um, to win this. It, what are the stakes? But what does it matter? Yeah. yeah, if
3: someone pins EO, then they get it. I want if that's the case, Candace should pin EO.
2: Yeah, because then you can continue that and build to that. But or or Tony, do you go Tony EO? That's a rematch from the Mayan Classic. Yeah. EO's, uh, sorry, Tony's just done the turn. You you could build up that. That feels relatively fresh. You've got sure. history you can build on. Yeah, Tony Storm pins EO. With a Storm Zero off the top of the cage. Yeah, through, through six tables. Yeah, Yeah. crazy. War games! Yes. War games! Wow. So that's what we thought. Let's go to forum.postwrestling.com to see what you thought, if any of you happen to watch NXT tonight. Yeah, go for it. We'll start with Mystery. Heya! Not going to leave too much here tonight. You always start with that mystery. Shotzi winning the War Games advantage was unexpected, but welcome. I sort of expected the mysterious fourth member of Shotzi's team, who ended up being EO, which wasn't a surprise considering Candice and friends laid her out last week, to help her win. Just a reminder that predictable does not always equal bad, otherwise an average episode of NXT. Prediction for War Games... Champa, Loomis, Undisputed Era, Team Shotzi, Gargano, but he loses it like two weeks later to continue the curse. I don't think he's breaking it while he's a heel. Wow. Question of the week. If you guys get a hold of it, are you guys going to listen to Kyrie's new podcast? She announced she plans on doing one soon. First episode is on Saturday and will be in English and Japanese, but it will be live streamed. And the episode will be uploaded on the 19th for others to download and watch slash listen to. Sure, yeah, yeah I, I, I'll i give it a go. I, I like listening to podcasts on long walks, and if I can go on a long walk with Kyrie, why not? <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> Chris from
3: Pennsylvania. Hey, fel- no one's topping that. Chris from Pennsylvania says, Hey, fellas, I just wanted to leave some quick feedback since I won't be able to join the live stream. I'm really impressed with what NXT has done with Shotzi. She's on a war games team with three former women's champions and feels like just a big of a star. I would not complain if they spin off a story between Shotzi and Io after this Sunday and have Shotzi eventually take the title Wow. Io. Question, I see you guys are doing a best of 2020 show on the Patreon. Will the entire show just be a recap of Xia Boa storyline? Well, I guess we can do some more quick housekeeping. The Patreon will have a two-part best match ever of all things wrestling. The best matches, everything, New Japan, NXT, all that stuff. But we will be doing a free best and worst of NXT. Uh, stay tuned for we some We will more be, yeah.
2: And That'll check out probably at the weekend on our Patreon, I'll be re- releasing a short list. Uh, so 25 matches. That you can all vote on. Uh, We did this last year. Mm -hmm. Um, It's collaborative. So it's our picks plus your picks uh, to formulate our top 10. So if you are a patron, uh, this will be available to all uh, Cruiserweights, North Americans and world champions. You can cast your votes very, very soon. So keep an eye out for that. (laughs) And finally, we go to Crooked Letter 9. Tonight's go-home show did its job pushing forward to war games. Grizzled Young Vets and Imperium had a cracking match. Jake Atlas got to shine against Tony Nice. Leon Rough Damon Priest versus Legado del Fantasma made Leon look strong. And the identities of two other ghost faces leaves more questions than answers. Shotzi Raquel was a solid ladder match with the unsurprising addition of Io Shirai to Shotzi's army. Solid promos from the UE and Pat McAfee and company too. P.S. Desmond Xavier and Zach Wentz are coming to NXT down the road. Trey Miguel's absence is intriguing. Onward to Sunday. Yes. I think we've talked enough about the Rossos for one show. Enough of them. Uh, Well, that's what you thought. That's what we thought.
3: Uh, I guess now we can go uh, watch the other show that we, out of all the weeks we really wanted to watch the other show. MLW? Yeah. Dark. Yes. <laughs> Ring of Honor. <laughs> hey, uh I guess we can say we're going to be watching something we don't usually watch. I think we kind of uh, – we didn't add this to our schedule, but fuck it. We just might. Uh, not Uh This week is War Games this Sunday. But next week, I believe Saturday night, is Triple Mania. Yeah. Featuring uh, Kenny Omega versus Laredo Kid and the Lucha Bros are on there and all these other people um, – Hair versus hair, mask versus mask, also superheroes, Marvel and wrestling officially. It's officially Marvel mixing with AAA wrestling. So we're going to be doing a watch along and a post show on that as well. So go check us out there. But, uh, yeah, up next, AW dynamite winter is coming. War is coming. I can't wait to talk about, uh, you know who because you know what, but let's just keep that between me and you. Hey, there's, a uh, uh, some thank yous we got to do. Yes. Yeah.
2: Um. Uh, I'd like to say a big, big thank you to brand new world champion patron, oh. Chris Elliott.
3: Hey, Chris. Thank you very much. Uh, Chris is one of our big fans. He's always in the Twitch streams and, and all sorts of streams. And he's, Absolutely. he's great. Hey, thank you to Brian
2: M. Vogan. Thank you very much, Brian. A big, big thank you to Jason Cunnington. Thank you, Jason. And thank you to Jody Wood. Absolutely. Thank you, Jody. A big, big thank you to Neil Henriot. And a shout-out to Justin Carlton. Oh, if we're doing shout-outs, I'd like to shout-out Mark Westerberg. I'd like to shout-out Tony Boone. Tony Boone. And a big, big shout-out to Brandon
3: Vanderman. And I see my final one here. A very nice shout-out to a man who's been inside
2: our house, Mm. Martin Bushby. Yes. (laughs) He had to hear that Benno episode. He did, (laughs) yeah. And he got very excited by the Benno episode and has picked his best match ever you're hearing it first crazy we'll be don't to say, yeah, no? say what it is Keep yeah do secret yeah, yeah all right i'll yeah. tell you off there all right um yes and as we mentioned we will be doing our up next to show for free live tomorrow at 2 p.m to talk all about tonight's AEW. so join in on the twitch channel twitch.tv slash up next podcast or youtube.com forward slash up next fuck it we'll leave it the video up too We'll leave it up to. Yeah. Yes. Winter has come. We'll talk
3: about that. Listen to us talk about AEW. A little free taste there. But Patreon.com slash up next. Again, all the shows. Five bucks a month. North Americans here. Get all those shows we talked about and everything we've done. Hey, follow us Twitter and Instagram at up next podcast YouTube slash up next podcast and twitch dot TV slash up next podcast will be uh, twitching all the twitching stuff I'm trying to figure out how to link my fucking PlayStation that I got now it's really hard difficulty so i We're might, old yeah I might try to make my own account the Brady and host with the up next one and, and try all sorts but twitch dot TV slash up next podcast will probably be doing some WW2K on Monday night
2: yeah I've got the final chapter of Batman season one. There you go. So So, join me for that.
3: Join us on the Twitch. We love uh, hanging out with you as much as we can. We're in lockdown. We're locked up, but we're here virtually with all our friends, and uh, it's nice. So thank you for listening and supporting. We'll be back Sunday. Takeover War Games. Can't wait. I myself, Brayden Harrington. You can
2: find me on Twitter and Instagram at the brady and I am at davey Portman. And did we even mention the watch along? Are we? We're doing a watch. Yeah, watch along. Sunday, 7pm yeah. Did we mention that? Yeah, yeah, yeah There's so many things we're plugging Check out Twitter. The Twitter We love you
3: all The Twitter Even if you don't have Twitter Check because we post all the stuff Like the schedules And all the shows we're going to be doing And um, all that stuff And uh, we, we got the best and worst of stuff We're planning for this year And then in the new year some, some free watch-alongs And we even have a free special Christmas show I'm not sure what it is You put question marks What does that mean? Hey, it's a secret oh. It's a present Oh, You'll have to unwrap it on Christmas Day I don't like you my friends don't like you. <laughs> Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. And I'll see you at War Gang.
2: Ahoy!